0: Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony Transcribed. We'd like to ask a question about your family. Would you say they're hard to please at dinner time? Well, if they are, here's a tip for you. You can have a successful meal anytime when you serve Kroger quality beef. Yes, just serve Kroger quality beef. And you'll find your meal has plenty of eye appeal and taste appeal for that family of yours. And when you visit your nearest Kroger store and buy Kroger quality beef, buy it with confidence, for it's the very best beef you can get right now. It's delicious, it's tender, it's juicy, and it's bound to be a wonderful treat for you and your family. Watch how delighted your folks are when they see what's on the menu, for beef is almost everybody's favorite meat. Yes, lady, you can be sure of delighting everybody when you serve your family's favorite cut of Kroger quality beef. Visit your Kroger store, step up to the counter, and ask for Kroger quality beef the way you like it best. And remember this, Kroger quality beef is the best beef you can get right now. Buy Kroger quality beef with confidence at your neighborhood Kroger store. And now, hearts in harmony. Penny Gibbs has seen Arnold King, paid him his money, and received what she wanted in return. An hour later, Penny is in a hotel room, getting ready to go on an important errand when there's a knock at the door.
1: Come in. Hi, Penny. Johnny, Keith, what are you doing in New York?
2: Looking for you and finding uh, you.
1: Johnny, why?
2: Look, aren't you going to be glad to see me first and ask questions oh, later? Of
1: course I'm glad to see you, but why are you here?
2: Why am I here? Well, just to see you.
1: All right, be silly if you like. I have to go
2: somewhere. Whoa, whoa, whoa there, sister. Uh Uh-uh. You aren't going anywhere. Not anymore, you aren't. Oh, yes, yes,
1: yes, I
2: am. Look, I'll tell you why I'm here, and you'll understand why you're not going anywhere.
1: All right, Mr. Keith. Suppose you do tell me why you're here.
2: To keep you away from Arnold King? What? I know all about it now, about King and who he is and about the prop's phone call to stop his man, Johnson, from following you, And I know what happened, too.
1: Oh, you do.
2: Mm-hmm. I do. Johnson wouldn't let you see this fellow, King. And instead, the Federal Bureau is making a raid on his uh well, his, his hideout, I guess you call it.
1: Oh, I guess you would. So you know all about it, do you?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Isn't that fine?
2: Mm-hmm, yeah, sure it is. It it saves you a lot of explanation, and we can both go right back to Rossville on the next plane and forget all about it. Good,
1: we will go back to Rossville, but not on the very next plane.
2: Oh. Well, okay, okay. Well, we'll stay in New York a little while. But you're not going to see Arnold King. I know it. Uh, No argument? No.
1: I have no reason to see him again.
2: Uh, what do you mean, again?
1: What do you think I mean?
2: You mean again mm-hmm. after seeing him last week, don't you?
1: No. I mean again after seeing him just about an hour ago.
2: You, you saw the guy this
1: afternoon? And finished my business transaction with him. So there's no need for me to see him again.
2: Well, I, I don't get it. According, according to the professor, that federal agent friend of his said he wouldn't let you go near King. Said that his men were going to arrest King right away.
1: Look, that's what Mr. Johnson told Professor Rogers... And I have no doubt but what Mr. Johnson meant and what he said. But, uh, Mr. Johnson hadn't heard my story.
2: He hadn't heard your story? No. Oh, so what does that mean?
1: That means that I explained to Mr. Johnson why I had to see Mr. King before the Federal Bureau did anything. So, Mr. Johnson understood, and he gave me two hours in which to see Mr. King and do my business with him and get out of the way.
2: Oh, uh, Johnson delayed things for you, huh?
1: Mm-hmm. Mr. Johnson delayed things for me.
2: Well, Penny, you took an awful chance. What if King had become suspicious? What, what What? if it had taken you longer than you expected to close your deal with him? Why, you'd have been caught there when the Federal Bureau closed in. King, King would have blamed listen, it on will you. will you
1: be quiet and listen to me a minute? Oh. Mr. King didn't become suspicious. It didn't take longer than I thought. Oh? Mr. King didn't blame any difficulty on me because there wasn't any. Oh. And now, goodbye. Huh? I have to go someplace.
2: Oh, all right, I'm going with you. Oh,
1: no, you're not.
2: Oh, yes, I am. I'll let you out of my sight for the last time.
1: Will you listen again? This is still part of my job for Mrs. Carlton.
2: I don't care if it's special work for the President of the United States. You're not going anywhere alone.
1: You don't think I'm going near Mr. King again, do you?
2: No, but, it, well, it has something to do with King, I'm sure of that.
1: It hasn't the remotest thing to do with it.
2: That's what you say.
1: That's what I say. It's something that ought to remain a secret, though.
2: Well, what do you mean it ought to remain?
1: I mean that the worst is over. That there was really never any great reason why I had to keep my job secret from you and Freddie and Nora and the others. Why
0: did
2: you?
1: Well, it was just a precaution. It was... People like Mr. King, the secret, was really being kept from.
2: Oh. Uh, then you're finally going to tell us what this is all about, huh?
1: Well, not right now, I'm not. I'd better not come out with all of it just now. Oh. But, um, i tell you what. What? Maybe I can let you see for yourself a little bit at a time. Huh? And promise me something. What? If you don't ask too many questions, oh. if you don't ask any questions, I'll let you come with me now. If
2: I don't ask any questions? If you don't. All right. Where to?
1: There you go. You see, you're asking questions already. Oh,
2: I'm sorry, but it, it was just a sort of friendly question, <laughs> like, uh, where where to, lady?
1: Okay. All right. In that case, I'll tell you. Now, we're going to a rather run-down rooming house huh? on the other side of town to see a man named Smith. Huh. And when we get there, I, I know it's going to be difficult, but I want you to let me
2: Boy, this is some dilapidated building, isn't yeah.
1: it? I'm afraid our friend Mr. Smith isn't home.
2: Oh, he'd better be. Especially after we climbed those six flights of stairs. <laughs> oh,
1: you're getting old. It was only three flights.
2: Well, maybe I am getting old. <laughs> they seemed like
1: six. <laughs> oh, so well, he has to be
2: home. Oh, what do we do if he isn't? Wait here in this dingy hall till he is?
1: Mm, I guess so. Or maybe we could find out from the landlady where he might be. Oh,
2: walk all the way down the stairs again. (laughs) Yes, walk all the way down
1: the stairs again. Look, no no fooling, we've got to find him this afternoon, John. Why? I told you once you're not to ask questions. Oh, I'm sorry? So I'll try the door once more. And then we'll see if his landlady knows where we can find
2: him. Okay, we'll do that. Hey, there there was a noise from inside the room. Yeah. Someone's in there.
1: Yeah, it sounded as if something fell and broke. Yeah, of course, it might just be a cat or a dog in there. I'm going to knock more. Who is it? Voice. I know I
3: heard it.
1: Um, hello, hello in there. Who's there? Are you Smith?
3: I Said who's there?
1: I'm Penny Gibbs.
3: What do you want?
1: I want to talk to you.
3: Some other time.
1: No, I I have to talk to you now. It's important.
3: It can wait. Beat it.
1: Mr. Smith, I'm from Rossville. I don't care if you're
3: from.
1: Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith? Just
3: a minute. All right. What in the world's going on in this? Well,
1: how do I know?
3: Penny, what, what is this? What
2: are you coming to this kind of a Have place?
1: You've forgotten. You're not supposed to ask questions. I told you.
2: Oh, yes, you did.
3: I'm sorry. Oh, he's unlocking yeah, the door. I see. You're from Rossville. Hello, Mr. Smith. I... Didn't expect me to look like this, huh? I'm sorry. I've been sick. I don't feel too good right now, either. We better come in. I have to sit down.
1: Let me help you.
3: No, I can take care of myself. Now, who's the guy?
1: Uh, A a friend of mine.
3: From Rossville? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know anything?
1: Not about you. He won't until you tell
3: him. Well, I don't tell anybody anything anymore. Find yourself a place to sit down if you can. I'm sorry, I feel kind of sick. I think I'd better lie down.
1: Oh, didn't think I'd make it. Oh, jo- Johnny, you better close the door.
3: Oh, yeah, sure,
1: sure. Mr. Smith, would you like a doctor? No. A doctor
3: would make me get well, and I don't want to
1: get oh, well. Oh, you do want to get well. No,
3: I don't. What have I got to live for?
1: Going back to Rossville.
3: What should I want to go back to Rossville for?
1: (laughs) Well, let's not go into all the details now, but... Mr. Smith, I... I know who you really are. Do you? I know that you're not Barry Smith.
3: That doesn't mean you know who I am.
1: Well, then Arnold King sent me to the wrong person. Arnold King. Arnold King? What do you know about him? Look, you better not sit up. You're not well.
3: Look, what do you know about Arnold King, and what do you mean he sent you here?
1: I know this about Arnold King.
3: What? What do you know?
1: You owed him a lot of money that you couldn't pay.
3: Where'd you find out about that?
1: Somebody told me. You have paid that money now, Mr. Smith. What? I paid it? I paid it for you. Look. Here's the I.O.U. It's marked paid by Mr. King himself. Let me see that. Here you are. Do you recognize the handwriting?
3: Yes. It's King's all right, but I don't understand all this. Who are you and why did you pay the money and... What happens to me now?
1: Nothing happens to you now. If you feel well enough, come to my room and I'll explain it all to you.
3: And... Why can't you explain here?
1: Because I, I don't think either one of us should stay in this room any longer than we have to. Why not? Well, I, I can't tell you why not. Think Things may still go wrong, and I wouldn't want even you to know what I know about certain things. So meet me at my hotel in an hour, or, or sooner if you can make it. I, I'll give you the address, but, but don't write it down. Oh, I'll get the phone, Johnny. Will you open the window, please? It's kind of stuff in here. Yes. Thanks. Hello?
2: Hello, Miss Gibbs.
1: Hello, Professor Rogers.
2: Thank goodness. I've been trying to reach you for an hour. My friend Johnson's phone until said he delayed his report to the Federal Bureau long enough for you
1: to see King. Is oh. everything all right? Well, it is as far as I'm concerned, Professor Rogers. Uh, oh. wh- wh- hold on just a minute. Johnny? Huh? It's Professor Rogers. Oh, well, tell him hello. Okay. Uh, Professor Rogers, Johnny says hello to you. Oh, is he there with you? (laughs) Yeah, he is.
2: Oh, fine. Uh, say, look, any word from Johnson about the raid of Arnold King's?
1: Well, um, no, I haven't heard anything.
2: Ah. Well, I phoned the New York Bureau, and my friend Tobin there said the men were on their way to make the raid, but he didn't know what had happened. I began to think you might be caught in it.
1: Oh, uh... I've been away from Mr. King for several hours, and I finished the last of my job for Mrs. Carton, you know.
2: Oh, you, you mean it's all over now?
1: Yes, it, it is, Professor Rogers. Oh, fine. Penny, Penny,
2: listen, it, oh, uh, it's all over for
1: somebody ho- else. Hold on a minute, will you, Professor? What do you mean, Johnny? Listen. Uh, Professor Rogers, will you hold on a minute? Johnny wants me to listen oh, to sure, something. Arnold sure.
3: King
1: Professor Rogers, did you hear what I just heard?
2: No, no, what was
3: it?
1: Well i I'm so excited I can't talk. There was a, a newsboy outside. Uh-huh. And he was shouting that they'd captured Arnold King.
2: They have? Yeah. Oh, well, that's great. Well, I, I guess you're happy about everything now.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I certainly am. I, I only have one worry now. I wonder whether or not Barry Smith got out of his room in time.
0: Why is Penny so interested in Barry Smith? Who is he? And what is his interest in Rossville? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Lady, did you know this? Did you know that Kroger quality beef is the best beef that's available on today's market? Yes, you can buy this beef with confidence that it'll be deliciously tender and brimming with flavorful rich juices. Get some and then wait until that family of yours comes home and the aroma of superbly cooked Kroger quality beef greets them. Just watch their faces light up. Just watch the glowy mood it puts them in. Yes, Kroger-quality beef can make your dinner a meal that's sure to please every member of the family. So don't delay. Visit your Kroger store and get deliciously tender, juicy Kroger-quality beef. Remember, Kroger-quality beef is beef you can buy with confidence because it's the very best beef you can buy today. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store for the finest beef values in town. But mind you, Kroger quality beef is an exclusive Kroger feature. That means you can get Kroger quality beef at your neighborhood Kroger store only. A tasty buy, a thrifty buy. You'll want to treat your family to Kroger quality beef just as soon as possible. So don't delay. Get deliciously tender and juicy Kroger quality beef at your Kroger store. Listen in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another exciting transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony.